It's not unusual to find plenty of wine caves and wine cellars in wine country. What is unusual is discovering a sophisticated broadcast facility inside these well-protected and often top-secret chambers. But maybe it really isn't that surprising that America's number one wine broadcast originates from the soul of wine country. And it is our great privilege to do all we can to inspire you. If you drink wine simply because, well, it's a drink, we've got our work cut out. For literally thousands of years, wine has fueled celebrations, ended conflicts, and provided the ultimate connection between one human being and another. It makes food taste better, lifts spirits, sparks our imagination, and beckons us to slow down and love life. If that all sounds good to you, you're in the right place. So sit back, clear your head, put any worries you have on hold, and join us as we go in search of this week's Grape Encounter. But be warned, we speak a much different language than what you typically experience in most wine-centric environments. But you didn't come here because you're ordinary, did you? Good, because your host David Wilson is here to take you far, far away from the beaten path. Here's David. And it is time for your weekly grape encounter. And oh my gosh, this past week has just been so incredibly busy for me because we're getting to that point in time where everything is about wine. And it's not just the fact that they're actually beginning to harvest some grapes. And by the way, the grapes are coming in early this year, weeks early. I talked to somebody last night up in Mendocino County. One of the really big growers up there has already started harvesting white grapes, and I guess they say it's like three weeks early. So things are starting to really, really get exciting from that perspective. But the other thing is we're really moving into wine festival season, and there's just a whole lot of stuff going on. And it's particularly exciting this year because pretty much all of the festivals that we all used to depend on for entertainment and excitement were wiped off the map last year. And I mean, it was just horrible how bad that part of the industry was hurt. So we're going to talk today about festivals and we're going to talk about some of the very best festivals that are back online. But I will tell you that it's a challenge because with COVID reemerging in a big way with the Delta variant, people are having to do a lot of shuffling. And one group that is having to do that is the Asante Foundation up in Oregon, who puts on my personal favorite festival. And I'm not just saying that. It's the Oregon Wine Experience. And they came back online, and we've been talking about it. But guess what? They're going to have to move it back a little bit. They're not canceling it, but they're just going to play it safe. And I think that's great. But it's really super complicated. And to talk about those complications, and to also talk about a really huge thing that just happened in terms of giving this festival its due is Desiree Myers. She's with the Asante Foundation. And Desiree, I'm so glad to have you on. Thank you. Your bright, smiling face. And I said it's getting complicated. You guys had everything pretty much nailed down. And you've got like hundreds of wineries to deal with at the same time. So talk about a lot of moving parts. But now you're going to push it back. So just give us a rundown. Sure, absolutely. So as you touched, and like many festivals and wine auctions last year, in 2020, we went to all 
all virtual in our reality of COVID. And this year, as you know, COVID cases and the trend started to go down, our county opened up and we created a plan that was safe and would allow us to have this event in August in person as we normally do. And unfortunately, like many other places in the country over the past week or two, the Delta variant has caused a surge in cases. And our team being nimble from last year had created four different event plans that we could easily pivot to. So what we were able to do is last year, we learned that having our medal celebration in a live stream virtual setting actually made it more accessible for folks around the state and the country to be able to tune in who maybe couldn't otherwise attend the event. And so luckily, that had always planned to be in a live stream setting. So we're able to actually continue to host that as it was planned next week on Thursday, August 26th. And then to your point, our other three main events are now pushed out to October 1st through 3rd in hopes that these cases and the surge trends downward by then and more folks in our community can become vaccinated and we can come back from this so that everyone can gather hopefully safely and we can get back to this event we know and love. So that's actually really good news for me, and I'll explain why. So as a lot of people know from listening to the past, you know, like three or four weeks of shows, uh, about a month ago, I had really intense spinal surgery. And I'm happy to tell you that I think that I'm going to be in good enough shape to foot stomp grapes when that time comes. Well, maybe not. But for me, Desiree, it's good news because I wasn't going to be able to attend the organ wine experience. And now I get to attend because I'm going to be released by my doctor and be able to do that. Isn't that exciting? That is so exciting. <laughs> I'm going to wear a handwritten sign on my back that says, please don't bump me. Fragile. Well, hopefully, my doctor said that I'm going to have the back of a teenager. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but, you know, it sounds pretty good to me. So anyway, <laughs> it's almost over. So again, let's talk about those dates. People who have already bought tickets, those tickets would be honored, obviously, on the new dates, correct? Correct. So all of our sponsors and anyone who was able to secure single ticket sales while they were available, all of their tickets and allocations will be honored as it originally planned, all those allocations. So yeah. And I'm going to tell you listeners something about this festival. If you went to only one festival, this is the one that you want to go to. Now that's not to take anything away from other festivals. And by the way, we're going to be having on a representative of the Wine Institute, and we're going to talk about a bunch of festivals that have been resurrected in California that are all really great. But you know, I don't know what it is about the Oregon wine experience. I had fun from start to finish. And even though there were a lot of people there, it was so well managed from the standpoint of moving people, of feeding people. I never felt like I was in long lines for anything. The abundance of wine and food was just really extraordinary. And the thing that I think is most amazing is that if you go to multiple events, what you'll experience is that they tear down one setting completely and then they rebuild the venue into something completely different. It's just so incredibly well done and they do it with a smile on their face and with a lot of ease. It is so great, Desiree. Now, to be fair to some of the other festivals that I'm going to be talking about, I haven't been to a lot of those festivals. So I may come back and say, oh, Oregon Wine Festival, it's no big deal. But that's probably... <laughs> 
<laughs> right? But that's probably not going to happen. How many wineries do you think will be participating in this year's festival? Yeah, so across everything, we have over 100 wineries that generally participate. And the beauty of this event, too, is there are a lot of different ways that wineries can participate. So for example, not every winery, it's not part of their strategy to be part of a competition. Maybe they don't enter their wines in competitions. Yeah. But we have the Founders Barrel Auction. They can create custom cuvées and crushes to auction off lots at the barrel auction, or they can donate wine for the silent or live auction. So there are a lot of different ways, you know, pour out our grand tasting event, which I know you really like to attend. And so there are a lot of different ways that wineries from around the state can choose to participate. I'm sort of driving myself crazy about the grand tasting event. It's a really funny thing. Uh, When I was there a couple of years ago, there was some food that they served there, and I don't remember what it was. It's, 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 It's driving me nuts. And Sarah Ann, who we often have on the show, and I were trying to figure out what it was. I just remember this one thing, that I grabbed this food, and I put one bite in my mouth, and I said, this is the best thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. And I'm not kidding. Whatever it was, it's funny, I should remember it, right? And I found Sarah Ann, and I go, Sarah Ann, this is the best thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. It was that good. And the wines were that good. And something I've got to tell you about the wines. If you're anywhere other than Oregon, you probably think they only make one kind of wine in Oregon, Pinot Noir, because they're so well known for it and they're just perfectionists where Pinot is concerned. A lot of the wines that are made in Oregon just don't make it out of the state because I think Oregon people are greedy and they keep these wines all to themselves. And they don't want to share them with the rest of the world. But they're making like dozens and dozens of different varietals there that are so scrumptious. You can't believe it. And the depth and breadth of what is being produced in Oregon is so underappreciated. It's like going to Disneyland and thinking that the the only ride is the Matterhorn. Okay, we're going to take a break. Talking to Desiree Myers, she's the official mouthpiece of the Asante Foundation, which puts on this event. But we're going to take a break right now. I'm going to sip a little organ wine while we're presenting some commercials, and we'll be back with more Desiree Myers on Grape Encounters Radio. Many wine enthusiasts describe wine as a kind of time machine that can transport you to the place and time it was created without leaving home. Whether you're sipping a Sangiovese from Italy or a German Riesling, tasting is traveling. That being said, Total Wine & More is like the world's biggest airport. With more than 8,000 wines from every corner of the world in their stores, you can be incredibly adventurous and savor every journey. Plus, you can do all of your shopping online at TotalWine.com and pick up your order at your local Total Wine and more. If you're a frequent Grape Encounters radio listener, you know that our show is all about inclusiveness. For far too long, wine consumers have felt left out, simply because a small minority of, well, let's call them out, wine snobs have dominated the conversation. For years, it's been my mission to give you, the wine enthusiasts that just want to have fun, a front row seat to everything that's cool about wine. And while we have a very intimate thing going on here, I've been thinking that we can take things where no radio or TV program has gone before. And so beginning next week, I'm inviting you and your friends to get together with me for a private online party. This isn't a big streaming free-for-all event. It's you, me, and your guests. You decide what you want to talk about, we'll set a time, then it's party time. 
So email me using the contact form at GrapeEncounters.com. Tell me a little bit about how we can make this fun for you, and I'll respond to as many requests as I can. Just drop me a note at GrapeEncounters.com. The Oregon Wine Experience returns this October. Bid on one-of-a-kind experiences in person or from the comfort of your home. There are hundreds of lots to choose from in the silent and miracle auctions. You can bid to win unique culinary outings and winemaker dinners, travel to wine regions, or escape to beautiful tropical beaches. Go to theoregonwineexperience.com, all to benefit children's health care. Savor the very best of Oregon. have a calendar on your phone or you're probably sitting in front of a computer but whichever the case may be october 1st through the 3rd you need to block out you just need to do that you got plenty of time to book a ticket and you should be flying unless you can drive to the oregon wine experience in southern oregon because it is just an incredible incredible experience and i don't want you to miss it and i'm gonna be there and you know what if you write me and tell me that you're coming to the Oregon Wine Experience, I will send you my cell phone number. I will. And then you can call me when you get there and we will party together. That's an absolute promise. I promise that I will do that. In the meantime, though, today we're talking to Desiree Myers and Desiree is the mouthpiece of the Asante Foundation. And the Asante Foundation puts on the Oregon Wine Experience. And Desiree, give us a real quick rundown of how the money that's raised is used because it's pretty awesome. Yes, it is. So the beauty of this event is it's our Asante Foundation signature fundraising event, and Oregon has amazing wine. And this idea was born many years ago. There was a small festival here in Southern Oregon. They wanted to become charitable. And in 2014, it became sort of the Oregon Wine Experience. And as a local healthcare system here, um, we are a Children's Miracle Network hospital. And so we're able to allocate 100% of this event's proceeds to charity. And um, this year, that impact continues to grow. The proceeds from Oregon Wine Experience now and several years into the future help build a new children's hospital for this community. Oh, that is so awesome. And then the whole hospital group covers a wide area too, a big part of Oregon and I think parts of California as well? Yes. Asante, which is a not-for-profit hospital system located in Southern Oregon. Um, We serve nine counties. It's a very big area in Southern Oregon and parts of Northern California. So as a regional referral hospital system, we serve folks from all of those areas, uh, many of which need cancer treatment, specialized children's care, and come to Southern Oregon to seek that treatment. I I should have come up there and had my back surgery there. And especially when the event was supposed to be earlier, because then you could have just wheeled me over in a hospital bed. And I could have, <laughs> I could have yeah. hospital bed coming through. <laughs> anyway, all right. I'm going to be in good shape by the time I get there. So yeah. here's the really cool news about the Oregon Wine Experience. You guys just were named, well, you were put on a list by USA Today. And I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm so proud of you guys. Just explain to people what happened. Yes. So every year, USA Today does their Reader's Choice Travel Awards. 
awards as part of their attend best. It's a program they have. They do a myriad of awards across different industries and such, but they have a award category called a uh, best wine festival. And it is a voted program. So people actually have to go on and vote for an event or what have you. And uh, we were put in the running to, as a top wine festival in the country. And late last week learned that we were a top 10 winner ranking number three in the country for best wine festival. That is just crazy. I know. I mean, when you think about some of the festivals that are out there, like the one that comes to mind is Aspen. You know, tickets are, I don't know how much they are, but they're a lot of money. Yeah. And it's a big, amazing festival. And that is just such a major, wonderful thing. I'm so proud. I'm proud to be associated with you guys. So anyway, a couple of things that I wanted to mention is that no matter whether you're going to this festival or you're, you know, going to a festival in another state, I've really been keeping an eye on travel expenses. And even though they're starting to really inch up there, you know, for the most part, you can get around right now really cheaply. And where I really want to suggest that people go is to Google's travel site because they have a, a number of different tools. I don't want to get into that in detail, but they've got some very easy to use tools where you can find airfare really, really dirt cheap. And you're always going to be able to find it. No matter what you find on Priceline or these other sites, there's always better opportunities. You just have to look for them. So it's a good time to travel right now, I think. And of course, if you're concerned about the Delta variant, for goodness sake, would you just get vaccinated, please? Okay, don't do it for yourself. Do it for the rest of us because we want to move about the country too. And it's just ruining everything. And I'm sorry, it's my opinion and I'm entitled to my opinion. And you don't write me a letter. I don't want your letter. Okay, I know some of you are dead set against it. Honestly, that's okay. But if you just haven't gotten the vaccination because you just haven't gotten around to it, get around to it, would you? Please do that. Is there, Desiree, going to be any rule about vaccination at the festival? So that's a really good question. Obviously, as part of a health system here in Southern Oregon, we are working with stakeholders on that process. Obviously, we were hopeful that before the surge that we had reached herd immunity, our county had opened up. But with Delta variant, that's now posing lots of other factors. So we are looking into all the ways that we can do those checks to make the event as safe as possible for our attendees. I'm glad to hear that. Well, anyway, we are running out of time. We're going to move on in just a second to a whole bunch of festivals in California. I don't think um, any of them conflict with the Oregon wine experience. So you can do both. By the way, I wanted to mention, Desiree, you are a California export. You, you, <laughs> yes. you left San Diego to go to Oregon fairly recently, right? How's that been working out for you? Yeah. So about two years ago, um, my husband and I kind of made the leap. We loved California, appreciated it for everything that it was, but I uh, wanted out of the hustle and bustle of Southern California a little bit and made the leap to beautiful Southern Oregon, another wine country to explore. And it's been a wonderful transition. It's very different, but it's a great change of pace. By the way, a lot of people don't realize this, but down in the San Diego area, there's a lot of wine being made down there. Yes, and, there is. And the other thing is, and this is just so random for me to say this, but when things settle down and you feel like you can travel to Mexico, go down to 
Baja, they have got this emerging wine country down there that is just not getting very much attention. And boy, is it awesome. It is awesome. And the restaurants and stuff down there, it's another world. It's something very special. Have you been down there? I have not, but I've heard rumblings of that from a few people. They've driven over the border to go check it out, and it's been amazing. Yeah, a lot of the wines are being made under the guidance of American winemakers, great American winemakers, and it's a great climate to make wine. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that I'm here to present information, albeit sometimes random information. But anyway, Desiree Myers, great to have you, and I'm glad that you're helming this effort to get the word out about the Oregon Wine Experience. You're doing a great job. Again, if you want to learn more about the event, or you want to buy tickets, or you just want to look at the pictures, the best place to go is theorganwineexperience.com, right? Correct. Yep. So theorganwineexperience.com. And if you can't travel or not comfortable traveling this year, we have many of our options available online for people to secure some amazing Oregon wines as well. Desiree, thanks a lot. Thank you. My pleasure. Absolutely. You know, in the coming weeks, I'm going to talk about festivals in a, a lot of other states. I want you guys to get out and stretch your legs and get back to your life because we've all been so darn depressed and we don't need to be. And that's why you're listening to Grape Encounters. Thanks for doing that. Immerse yourself in the breathtaking surroundings that make Oregon a must-visit. Taste unrivaled wines. Indulge in lavish culinary creations. Savor the very best of Oregon. Enjoy time with your guests as you bid on exclusive auction items and wine futures, all to transform healthcare through Asante Foundation. Join us for the Oregon Wine Experience. Visit theoregonwineexperience.com to be part of this unique celebration. In Greek mythology, we learn the mysterious connection between walnuts and wine. When Dionysus, the god of wine, fell in love with Princess Caria of Laconia, her sisters tried to prevent the romance, so Dionysus turned them into rocks. He also turned his beloved Caria into a walnut tree. She was, after all, a hard nut to crack. At mmorganics.com in Paso Robles, California, Walnuts and Wine is the ultimate love story. You'll flip over their 100% organic port-style dessert wines and organic heirloom walnut products, including sprouted snacking walnuts in five awesome flavors, irresistible raw organic walnut butter, free trade chocolate-covered walnuts, and for bakers, MM Organics produces 100% gluten-free walnut flour, estate walnut oil, and of course, their crazy delicious raw walnuts. Get all their products online at mmorganics.com. That's mmorganics.com. Walk into Total Wine and More, and you may just pinch yourself. With over 13,500 hand-picked wines, spirits, and beer, there's something delicious to discover around every corner. And their friendly guides are right by your side, eager to help you pick up the slack in your wine rack, or recommend a bottle or two to match your menu. A crisp Pinot Grigio pairs with shrimp scampi, or even potato salad. Bold cabs with balanced tannins bring out the best in Korean short ribs and a bacon cheeseburger. Sip a sparkling rosé when you're serving salmon any which way. When it comes to what's in store, you'll find all your faves. Always at the best prices in town. So, what'll it be today? Choose curbside pickup, in-store pickup, shipping or delivery. 
Explore more in store or at TotalWine.com. We're back with more Grape Encounters. Hey, please do us an enormous favor and like us on Facebook. It's the very best way to learn about other opportunities that we may not share on the broadcast. Also, join our mailing list on GrapeEncounters.com. Listeners on our contact list receive some exclusive opportunities. Become an insider. Enough said. Here's your wine captain, David Wilson. And we're back with Grape Encounters Radio. Hey, guess what, gang? I actually found somebody as irreverent as me. She might actually be more irreverent than me. I told you we're going to talk about some festivals in California. We're going to talk about festivals all over the country. But joining me today is somebody who, if you Google her, she will giggle. (laughs) Anyway, her name is Tina Caputo. And Tina is a very well-known writer and authority on all things wine, beer, travel, and food. And she's with me today. She works with the Wine Institute, and they just put out a great list of some of the really terrific festivals that are back up and online. And so we'll talk about those. And we're just going to talk about having fun in general. So the irreverent uh, Tina Caputo is here. Hey, welcome, Tina. Hi, thank you so much. That's probably the single greatest introduction for me that someone could create. Why is that? Because I'm proud of my irreverent. <laughs> And I'm glad that you recognize that. Tina, you and I, we're rebels. Mm-hmm. We are. It's funny, when I first started Grape Encounters, I was dissing anybody that was pretentious. And yeah. the first radio station that I was on was in a wine region. And I thought for sure that the next day they were going to come after me with tar and feathers. And <laughs> I was going to be the first person to be tarred and feathered since the Old West. And it didn't happen, actually. Within three months, we were the number one show in that area on the weekends. And I learned that people really enjoy irreverence where wine is concerned, and they really don't care about the tasting notes all that much. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would agree with you there. And not only that, not everybody loves Pinot Noir. (laughs) What? Yes, it's a fact. And. It was kind of like going out and setting prisoners loose. One day I just went on the air and I said, you know what? You don't have to love Pinot Noir. And then I put the skeleton key into the lock and I opened it up and all of these wine lovers rushed out and they're all like, Thank you, David. Thank you. We, Hooray! We, I can drink the Merlot. Yeah, Merlot or whatever, right? So that's that's pretty good. Anyway, the festivals are back on. And, yes. you know, you've been sequestered, haven't you, for the past year and a half? Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, I mean, there weren't, first of all, sadly, no festivals to attend. But yeah, I've been pretty well hunkered down for the last year plus. So did you and your husband, like, give each other homemade tattoos and stuff like that? <laughs> Yes, because that is what you do. No, I, some people bought Pelotons and we bought a pizza oven because we weren't eating enough carbs. Wait a second. Stop, stop, stop the presses. <laughs> You're the first person in the history of my life that ever said we weren't eating enough carbs. <laughs> oh, that, that Are you serious? I'm oh, okay. Italian. <laughs> oh, okay. What part of Italy? Uh, Calabria. Guess what? I'm 50% Calabrian. Ooh, fellow Calabrese. The other 50% uh, of my Italian, half. I'm half Italian, so 50% of my Italian is uh, Calabrese. Am I saying that right? I think I am. Calabrese. My other 50%, I'm proud to say, is Sicilian. And I think that's irreverent. I think Sicilians are the Italian rebels, are they not? Hmm. You know, I'm going to Sicily for the first time next month, so I'm about to find out. You're going to love it. But I read about you and your pizza oven. and. (laughs) 
And the fact that you decided to use a COVID as an opportunity to learn how to make better pizza. Yeah, I think I'm getting pretty good at it. Yeah, really? So if you were going to make me a pizza, let's just say that you and your husband were going to have me over for pizza tonight, and you don't know me very well, but what pizza would I get? Okay, so this is my favorite pizza creation that I've done so far. Trader Joe's sells these really delicious grilled marinated artichoke hearts. Okay. So I like to chop those up. So I'll do just like a, you know, pizza with like a light mattering of tomato sauce. And then some of these Trader Joe's artichoke heart and like fresh mozzarella. And then when the pizza comes out of the oven, I will grate fresh lemon zest on it. Oh my gosh. And it is delicious. So you and I are even more simpatico than I realized. <laughs> because during COVID, in order for me to get my wine bar open, we had to serve food. And we found these great pizzas, the pre-made pizzas that had to be par-finished. But they came from Italy and they were genuine margarita pizzas. They met all the requirements for that. Okay. Oh, wow. And they're actually really pretty terrific. But then what we did, Tina, is we took those pizzas. And we added marinated artichoke hearts to the pizzas. We added fresh mozzarella, but on Fridays, you got burrata instead. Ooh, extra good. And then, are you ready? We (laughs) Are you ready? I'm ready. You're sitting down. We added jumbo shrimp. Ooh. And then That's we a bold move with then the jumbo we, shrimp. Then we covered the whole schmagiggy with shredded Parmesan cheese. Oh, goodness. And then finished the thing in the oven. So, you know, that's what I would make for you, actually. I would happily, happily eat that. <laughs> So we're going to transition then into festivals because festivals, you know, are are just great eating experiences for the most part. For me, it was hard not going to food and wine events this last, you know, year and a half. But do you have some booked now for yourself? Um, You know, I don't have any on the schedule right now, but I'm always looking around for cool stuff to go and check out. All right. So if you want to go to the Oregon Wine Experience I was talking about earlier on the show, oh, yeah. I will hook you up. I'll hook you up. Tell me more. Yeah, I yeah, would love to. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell you more. You'll have to download the podcast and then you can go back and listen to it. Anyway, okay. the Wine Institute gave us a really nice list of some of the festivals that are going on. And, you know, the first one that they have on their list is the Bottle Rock Napa Valley Festival. That's a biggie, right? That's a It huge- is. Big. Have you been to that? I have not, but what can it's you tell great. me about it? What can you tell me about it for 2021? It is great fun. So it's at the Napa Valley Expo in downtown Napa, and it's all wine, local Napa Valley restaurants. There's beer. There's all this incredible live music, like, you know, big time national act. And it's just a great day to be out in the sun and seeing wine and having all this great food. So this year, headliners are going to be Guns N' Roses and Foo Fighters and just a whole bunch of other really cool acts. You forgot somebody. Who did I forget? Stevie Nicks is going to be there. Oh, I hate I hate to say this, but she backed out. What? Yeah, Stevie decided not to come last minute. Stevie Nicks? I'm, you know what? I'm going to... No, but I... there's so many other like amazing, amazing bands. So when I got the, when I got the press release on the Bottle Rock Festival in Napa... I misread it and I thought it said food fighters. Yeah. I actually typed that by mistake when I was putting I thought it said calendar. I thought it said food fighters and I thought, oh my gosh, this is a festival that's <laughs> going to have all this great food and people are going to throw it at each other? Food fight. Forget about it. Have you ever gotten into a food fight with a pizza? No. Because th- think about it. If, no, but if you make it really nice and crisp, you can just throw it like a Frisbee, right? <laughs> 
could be painful. And you could put little messages, you know, plant them in the cheese, you know, for, for people to... <laughs> Sounds like a fabulous idea. Okay. <laughs> oh, so the other thing to say about Bottle Rock also is that they are currently sold out of tickets, but they have the ticket exchange on their website where you can sort of find them from other people that are selling them. Yeah. Okay. Well, then... so you can still, you so can still are... get in. Uh, okay. But you know, why are we even talking about it if it's so popular, right? <laughs> Listen, this is the thing that I've learned about all events. If you want a ticket to something, you can get it. You just have absolutely. That's it. I don't care. Sold out means nothing. You could get tickets for the return of Elvis and Tupac doing a duets together, but you just have to know where to look. That's all. Yeah, okay. No problem. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a little break, Miss Tina, and we'll come back and we will talk about some other festivals. And I want you to think during the commercial break about your favorite festival. We're going to be back with Tina Caputo in just a second talking about some festivals that are back up and kicking. I am so glad because I have been so bored. I'm going to get a sign that's going to be in my back window of my car that says, baby, I'm bored. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. Back with more Grape Encounters and Tina Caputo in just a sec. We like to talk about wine. Walk into Total Wine & More and you may just pinch yourself. With over 13,500 hand-picked wines, spirits, and beer, there's something delicious to discover around every corner. And their friendly guides are right by your side, eager to help you pick up the slack in your wine rack or recommend a bottle or two to match your menu. A crisp Pinot Grigio pairs with shrimp scampi or even potato salad. Bold cabs with balanced tannins Bring out the best in Korean short ribs and a bacon cheeseburger. Sip a sparkling rosé when you're serving salmon any which way. When it comes to what's in store, you'll find all your faves. Always at the best prices in town. So, what'll it be today? Choose curbside pickup, in-store pickup, shipping or delivery. Explore more in-store or at TotalWine.com. Words can be very confusing. When you're crazy, people say that you're nuts. But what if you're crazy about nuts? Well, that doesn't mean that you should be sent to the funny farm. It means that you should be sent to the farm of MM Organics, the producers of organic heirloom walnuts and walnut products that are so incomparably unique and delicious, other nuts will be reduced to wallflowers. Whoops, there we go with those crazy meanings of words again. After all, if being a wallflower means disappearing into the background, then why does being a walnut from MM Organics mean standing out from the rest? Confused? Well, you won't be when you discover the glorious deliciousness of walnut halves, baking pieces, fair trade chocolate-covered walnuts, and other scrumptious walnut products from MM Organics. Learn more and order yours at mmorganics.com, where you'll also find our utterly irresistible two-horse Portuguese dessert wine that everyone goes nuts for. Get crazy at mmorganics.com. Back 
with Grape Encounters Radio. Tina Caputo is with me. If you're not familiar with her work, just go Caputo on uh, Google. I don't know if you even need the Tina, because she's really... You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm not that famous. Yeah, you got, there's a lot of stuff on you out there. there there's really that, is. you know, Long Island psychic lady Caputo. You might end up with her. Is it just uh, TinaCaputo.com, your website? Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, go check it out. She's a pretty talented lady. And uh, we are talking now about uh, festivals. Hey, Tina, I posed a question to you when we went to commercial break. Do you have a, yeah. you have a favorite festival? I would say my favorite wine event would be Taste of Sonoma. Oh, yeah. I live in Sonoma County, so I'm, I'm partial, but... I just love it. I've gone to it, I don't know how many times uh, in the last 10 years. All the best restaurants in Sonoma County are there, like serving like beautiful dishes that you can sample. And all the wineries are there from Sonoma County. And so you can like, taste the food and sample the wines. And it's just, just a great day. You know, if you, if you go and spend a, a few days in so- Sonoma County... And you just eat and, mm-hmm. and go and go out, go out for food. Just pick random restaurants. And there's a lot of just really quaint little restaurants, too, that aren't, you know, yeah. that aren't hyper expensive. You know, um, once you do that, you're going to go home and you're going to think the following thought. And it goes like this. God, I thought I was a good cook, but now I'm not so sure. <laughs> Yeah. That's what you're going to think because the the food there is just really super inspired. Okay. We got to get back to this, Tina. Next festival. Well, we also have the Capitola Art and Wine Festival in downtown Capitola, which is a fantastic setting, a beautiful little bee town. You stroll around. You know, there's over 150 different fine artists. You can check out the art. And then they have all this wine from 22 different Santa Cruz Mountains wineries. And you're outside on the beach. Just incredible. And the Santa Cruz Mountains, and that well, that whole area in Capitola. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I love beautiful. it. Can I tell what the next festival is? Yeah. It's the Lodi Grape Festival in Lodi. That's, September, that's uh, it. September 16th. By the way, Capitola Art and Wine Festival is September 11th through the 12th. But anyway, Lodi Grape Festival Listen, let's just take ourselves back to the 70s when Creedence Clearwater sang those words, Oh Lord, stuck in Lodi. <laughs> right. We're not stuck. Well, anymore. you know what? Now, when you go to Lodi, baby, you're not stuck. You're lucky. Yeah. It's, you've gone from stuck to luck because it's just one of the greatest places now. By the way, Lodi is producing an enormous amount of grapes up there. I think they're like the largest producing grape area in the state. It's craziness. It's madness, I tell you. And then they've got this whole thing going. <laughs> going on with the old vines up there they're 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 really yeah. pr- protecting the old vines it's a great place to go you got to get up there anyway yeah, this is great and a lot of like newer wineries experimenting with different varieties and so there's a lot of like really cool old stuff and a lot of really exciting new stuff yeah so this used to be a small festival now it's a four-day event lots of entertainment food a carnival oh and wine tasting what a surprise and the wines up there honestly <laughs> so shocking hey go up there for the zins the, the zins are fantastic up there. But also, there's some varietals up there that you don't see a lot of other places. Mouvedra. Or if you're really, really snobby, you can say Mouved. So Mouved. Yeah, yeah. If you were okay. French. All right, you take the next one. Okay. Um, so I just want to point out that these are only a few of the great festivals that are happening right now because September is California Wine Month. So that is our annual celebration of the harvest. 
And so wineries all across the state have really cool events. And some of them are these larger festivals, but then there's a lot of like really cool small events just at individual wineries that are well worth checking out. And also, I do want to mention that there are a lot of wine countries in America. Every state makes wines. And, you know, places like Missouri, like North Carolina, the Finger Lakes up in New York, New Jersey's wine country, uh, Virginia's wine countries, they're all doing festivals. And you know what? I'm from Michigan, and there's some really cool wineries out there. Yeah. But uh, if you want carbs, go to a Michigan wine festival, right? (laughs) Yeah, you'll have a lot of carbs. It might be be on the sweet side. Okay, next one. Okay, next up, we've got the 10th annual Barbera Festival. So that's all about the classic Italian bridal Barbera and the over 50 different producers from all around California pouring their Barberas in a beautiful setting in Amador County. Um, That region is known for its rich bold red wines about and it's only like about 90 minutes away from Lake Tahoe so there's other cool stuff to see in the area too yeah take a week off and don't just do the festival do other stuff okay we're getting low on time what else you got okay the last one I got for you is Sample the Sierra that's happening September 18th in South Lake Tahoe at Bijou Community Park which is a very sweet little park with lots of trees and the kids playground and all kinds of other amazing amenities And so that's all about, of course, wine and food. There's art and music. It's all about farm to fork. It also happens to be close to the Sierra Foothills wine region in El Dorado County, and which is also like, like Lodi, known for its old vines in. So, by the way, a word about these Sierra Foothill wineries. You can be in the Sierra Foothill wine region and never see a vineyard because they're all <laughs> kind of like buried in the pine trees. And, right. No, yeah. it's really true. You drive around. Santa you go, Cruz Mountains Wait. is like that, too. Yeah, exactly. You're going, Where, hey, where's the grapes here anyway? But, uh, the, <laughs> but all I see are trees. It's a higher climate uh, up there, so uh, very different styles of wines there, but uh, really good. I And I love the people there. Anyway, hey, Tina Caputo, nice to have you aboard. It's really Thanks uh, so much for having me. Yeah, it's fun. Let's um let's, I, can let's, we tell people where they can find details about all this cool stuff? No, they're gonna have to pay a dollar for it. What? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Far too much. Okay, details about all these events and all the other events happening all through the month of September, you can find on discovercaliforniawines.com. Discovercaliforniawines.com. And yes. I'm and I again and I'm gonna leave you with this. If you are no matter what part of the country you are listening to Grape Encounters in, um, please do me a favor, find a festival near you, or maybe three or four or five, and please go to them because the winemakers of America got the snot kicked out of them last year. Please go support them. I mean that sincerely. It's uh, tinacaputo.com. That's C-A-P-U-T-O. Oh, and Tina, if you can't spell that, then, then you know, what can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tina, thanks so much. I sure appreciate you being on. Thank you so much. All right. That'll do it for Grape Encounters today. But we are not done with you, audience. We've been doing this for 14 years. And if I have my way, I'm going to do it for at least another three weeks. <laughs> so, no, another 14 years. That's what I say. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. This edition of Grape Encounters has been brought to you by Total Wine & More. When Total Wine & More challenged themselves to keep more than 8,000 wines on hand, they pioneered a consumer experience that 99.999% of the population would have thought was impossible. It was an undertaking that I still can't totally get my arms around today. But I've spent many hours of my personal time being that adult kid in a candy store, using my mouse to learn about their extremely affordable top 20 wines of the year, 
or learning eye-opening details about the iconic winemakers behind Total Wine's Legends of Wine collection. TotalWine.com is an online resource so rich with content, it's hard to imagine a more satisfying wine-related experience. Spend all the time you want at TotalWine.com or at your nearest store. Just make sure you're back here with me at this same time next week for another Grape Encounter.